<clears throat> What's up, guys? I'm Jermaine, and this is It's Not That Deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <clears throat> today, we're going to talk about toxic traits. Specifically mine, because I talk a lot about all of the healthy, quote-unquote, boundaries and habits I've developed over the past few years on my journey that helped me and that I'm continuing to develop and grow with. But as I said before, I'm very self-aware. I'm very in tune when it comes to my body, my mind, my spirit, just my state of being in general. Um, So along with all those healthy boundaries and habits I've talked about in previous episodes, there comes a set of what many would call toxic traits that I have. Um, At this point in my journey, I don't know if I'm in the position or ready to even change some of these right now. Um, Because I see, I feel like some of them are more beneficial than they are harmful. However, um, these are the things that land me in tough situations on a regular basis. Now, disclaimer, I don't consider any of the topics we're going to cover as a guide to anything. Um, They're just simply my way of thinking, how I operate, how I move as of now. Um, And for the last quite some time now, but... um, I stand on these things. Um, I stand on how I feel and how I react to these situations because I trust my intuition and I'm doing the work, still doing the work. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about some, some toxic traits, some, some bad habits. Um, Rule number one, number one, I am not explaining what I've already shown you. Okay. This is something I will stand on to the end. As vocal as I am as a person, when it comes to the way I expect to be treated by the people in my life, I'm not explaining it. I won't sit there and argue with you trying to explain the way I feel when I've already shown you. I know I'm not always the easiest person. I know the way I present myself. Again, very self-aware. But I grew up to be a very action-driven person. Words don't mean anything to me. Words don't mean a lot to me um, in most situations. You can say anything you want out of your mouth to make people believe you, to make people buy into what you're trying to sell, to make empty promises, sweet nothings, all of that. I need to see action in order for me to believe anything. That's how I show love. That's how I show I'm invested, whether that's family, friendships, whatever the case may be. I put my actions first to show you that I care, to show you how I operate, to show my loyalty. And I'm a very compassionate person. Like I take the time to learn people and how they like to be treated and how they, how they, you know, expect to be treated. And then I act accordingly. So why would I customize the way I like to receive love, support, and loyalty? Because you can't comprehend. I won't. I won't do it. I won't. All I want is the same love, support, and loyalty in return, the same way my actions speak. So if you can't comprehend that, then I'll find people that can. Straightforward. I am not explaining what I've shown you. I understand that I probably should because sometimes you have to teach people but I didn't choose that profession (laughs) I didn't at all moving forward though number two 
I am not asking more than once for anything straightforward. This is a footnote to the lesson I learned about asking for help because yes, yes, I'm growing and I'm learning that it's okay to ask for help. However, let me add this real quick. I will not ask you more than once for anything. I'm not. I won't do it. I will shovel snow in zero degree weather with a teaspoon before I ask you for anything more than once. Yeah, I get it. Sometimes people need reminders. I'm all for it. I'm forgetful myself sometimes. Got it. But there's levels to it. If you ask me for something and you state how important it is to you and you're depending on me to help you with whatever it is, I will find a way to pull through for you. I go to great lengths for people I care about, for the people I love. And you never have to worry about hearing about it later. When I love, I love hard. When I care, I care deeply. I'm a water sign. I feel every emotion intensely part of the problem. So I take it very personally when I ask for help with something, tell you how much it means to me, and then you don't pull through on your end? Energy, folks. Where's the energy? Again, I'm knees to chest putting action behind every intent to show you my loyalty, to show you that I care, to show that support. And if I don't receive the same, then I will remove myself from the equation. It's not about tit for tat either. Like, it's not about any of that. Um, it's about knowing your worth and what you bring to the table and then selling yourself short by continuously letting yourself get let down when you can go find people that match your energy and be happy. That's it. Then, on top of that, I put expectations on people without them ever knowing. And that's something that I really, that's one of those toxic traits that I have that without me even knowing it or understanding it fully at the time, when I look back in hindsight at some of the situations I go through, I'm like, well, that was a dud and a repeat. But I set myself up for failure with this every time. With me being such a nonverbal, action-driven person when it comes to showing love, support, and loyalty, and then expecting the same out of other people, guess what? 90% of the time, I end up let down and disappointed. Disappointed, but not surprised. And I know I blame myself for this because the healthy alternative is to tell them what I expect or that I depend on them. But guess what? you'll still be disappointed then. So I might as well keep my words to myself. I mean, but I get it both ways. It works both ways because I shouldn't always say that you'll always end up let down. Um, but I'm just saying that whether, whether you explain it or not, if a person is going to let you down, they're going to do it regardless of whatever you say to them. If that's their true intention, if that's what, if that's what's going to happen, then that's what's going to happen. I love how I love hard and I feel everything intensely. And when you're one of my people, I got you regardless of anything. But as intensely as I feel love, loyalty, support is just as intensely as I feel let down and disappointed. I put so many expectations on people without them knowing 
that I can really only blame myself for it. But when that disappointment hits, it hurts to the core. Like, whew. I can't even believe I'm like actually talking about it out loud because typically I can't even verbalize it. But I really put so many expectations on people that they don't even know or sometimes they don't even have the chance to come through because not everyone communicates or understands that nonverbal way of thinking essentially some people you gotta look them dead in their face and say you like I need you to show up for this or I need you for this I need your help with this in order for them to do it that's just not me right now now maybe maybe in a few years I'll get there but right now that's just not who I am so also number four I will forever be quote unquote secretive or whatever you want to call me closed off secretive whatever but let me explain myself when it comes to it because I don't ever think I get to tell my piece when people say that about me because look call me a cynic call me what you want but I don't hand out trust very easily I just don't trust is a core value that I have though the principle of trust is deeply rooted in me it's what I'm built on to be honest I built trust in people over time. And once I trust you, it's up. It's up. Trust is what defines every relationship I have, which, duh, right? Wrong. Some of us allow shady people who really don't have the best intentions to stay in your circle because of tenure, because of convenience, because of so many other underlying factors. Me? <laughs> once I don't trust you, I cut ties expeditiously. I can still coexist but it'll never be on that same level. There's so much evil and bad intention in the world that you have to protect your peace when it comes to your inner circle. I mean, I'm not really into forgiveness when it comes to breaking trust. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you, right? My goal is to never get to that second chance. Yeah. Again, it goes to a personal level. I pride myself on trust. The way I move, my actions, I show proof of execution. So when you go and betray my trust for whatever reason, why would I forgive it? Why would I keep you in my circle? I wish you well, but never again. <laughs> right? So, number five. And I think I'm going to talk about this a lot. Y'all will probably get sick of hearing me talk about it, but isolation, key. I will disappear in a heartbeat. Call me crazy, but I love isolation. I value being a recluse so much because I have done my best work creatively, mentally, by excusing myself from outside influences, shutting down, and just sorting through my own thoughts, thinking through my own challenges. Um, it's helped me so much with problem solving. It's helped me so much. Um, when it comes to anxiety and stress and and all of that, to be able to 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 regulate that emo those emotions and and uh, calm myself down and different things like that, um, I say it so often, and I really hope I don't miss out on good things because of this. But I value my space, my alone time, sometimes more than I enjoy being with people. In my opinion, in my opinion, 
just my opinion. I will scream this from the mountaintop. You truly find out who you are, what you believe in, what you want out of life, what your true desires are when you're alone without any external influence. I'm also really into like transformation and resurgence. So I like value ducking off from the world, working on the master plan, whatever that is, healing, growing, finding a new path, and then reemerging as that new version of yourself. It's so freeing because every time I do it, I feel like I'm more myself than I was before. Social media, the media in general, people around you have such an impact on how you think, how you act, all of that. So when you remove all of those outside influences, when you excuse yourself from it, imagine the growth potential. Imagine, like it's uncapped. Like, yeah. I value, like I will never, I don't think I'll ever be one of those people that I will spend time by myself and be the happiest version of myself. And then I'll go sit in a room full of people and wish I was still alone. Anyways, maybe that's an introvert type of thing more than, yeah. So, also, and this is kind of a something that is an everyday struggle for me, but I won't change who I am because of the things that happen to me. And I fight hard with this one, but I support it. My mother always told me how my great-grandmother always told her to never let people change who she was. And my mother passed that message down to me. Um, and I won't say that I don't struggle with this because I'd be lying. However, it's easy to remind myself because of that lesson I was taught. I always talked about how influential people have such an impact on me. So when that, when that, my mom told me that story when I was a kid, it literally stuck with me. And she probably told me that story when I was like seven or eight. Like that story has stuck with me for all of my life, literally. But the goal is through all of the hurt, through all of the loss, through all of the heartaches, the heartbreaks, the, the ups, the downs, the betrayals, the people who have come and gone, who will come and go from your life, through all those people who have done volatile things to you, stole from you, except all of that. The goal is always to grow, to mature, to have better discernment when it comes to people. However, I will always fight to be that same person. You know, still love hard, still, you know, show that same loyalty, that same trust, that same energy that you've always had. Don't let it change who you are at the core. Um, still have that same thought process that I had as a kid when it comes to trying to see the good in everyone. You know, I don't look back on my life very often because I'm, I'm practicing and I'm really working on being in the present, the moment. However, when I do look back, my life, as most of us would probably say, could have gone a completely different way. Um, I think we can all kind of relate to that. Any of us who've been through, you know, anything in our past. Um, but you could have chosen to let situations control you. You could be a mean, angry, spiteful, cruel, cold-hearted person, but instead, you know, you you fight to to keep true to your core throughout it all. Um, we all go through these things throughout life. Um, so shout out to all of us out here who don't let what life puts us through 
change who we are at the core. You grow from it. You learned. You're a better version, but you are still true to who you are. Um, I think in my mind that that's how it should be. Um, I'm not saying you have to repeat the same mistakes over and over again. Grow, learn, change. It's all about setting those boundaries. Um, and I think that's what you do every time you go through something in life is you set a boundary afterwards. When you actually deal with it and you 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 go through the motions at the end, you end up with a new boundary almost so that you never have to go through that again. Whatever that boundary may be, big or small. And although a lot of what I'm talking about, I call my toxic traits. Truthfully, they're just boundaries that I set to protect myself, to make sure that um I continue this this journey of growth and mental health and, and just, just being, being that I'm on. If there's one thing, one thing that I advocate for, I encourage you to set boundaries for yourself. The reason I call my boundaries toxic traits is because people see them as toxic because they benefit from you not having them. Because if they love, support, and respect you, then they'll respect your boundaries. So don't ever sacrifice that. That was kind of what I wanted to talk about and get out on this episode is to set boundaries and then stand on them. Stay true to them. All right. That's it for this episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for streaming. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for all of the support that I've gotten from each and every one of you. I appreciate it more than anything. I will talk to you guys in the next one.